I'm Kerwin Yard, and this is Keith Yard. We are Father and Son of Star Wars Podcast. <laughs> hey, guys. Nice to meet you. How are you? Good. Great. Good, good. Congratulations on Star Wars Visions. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Okay. Keith is going to ask the first question. Lay it on us. Okay. So, Mr. James, um, please tell us the origin of Star Wars Visions. How did it begin? That's a great question. Uh, it, it began because we're fans. Uh, we've actually really liked anime for a long time, really loved it. it it's been something that um, you know we've kind of internally have said, hey, have you seen this? Or have you seen this, what this studio has done? And it, it just became this sort of um, thing that we, that, that just the vocabulary that we all sort of shared. Um, and, and, and for so long, I think we were trying to figure out, is there a way for Star Wars and anime to come together and is there a way to express Star Wars storytelling through anime and it was a it was a very different time we were very feature focused uh and it, it it we weren't really sure how to make that happen and then Disney Plus happened and suddenly we we were looking at the world in a very different way and thought we can really experiment and, and really kind of relook at the type of storytelling we can do um and from there uh, we very quickly started taking like meeting with studios that we loved and gosh, there were so many great ideas that we ultimately ended up saying this needs to be an anthology and really showcase all the different styles uh, of anime um, that are out there. Um, and they were just great, authentic Star Wars stories. And so that was pretty much the came from passion. Really, it came from like we all were kind of anime geeks. Nice. Wonderful. Great to hear. And um, Ms. Kanako, how did you decide which animation studios would make it into the Star Wars Visions project? Yeah, thanks for the question. Um, so we wanted to showcase and introduce like a different animation studios from Japan to, to uh, introduce like different styles. So that's why we picked the studio like Production IG as like a longtime veteran in the industry, uh, like a Trigger, Kinema Citrus, like a Who and Science Star, like they've been in the industry for like a certain while, like they are uh, like in the mid career until the uh, um, studio Corrido and Geno Studio, like much uh, newer stu uh, studios and like younger directors. And the oldest stories are coming from them. And then that's all of them, uh, like original stories and the idea they show, uh, presented to us. Okay. All right. I this, know that. Yeah. How about that? All right. This question is actually for both of you. So, uh, the character where the stranger who wanders into town and into a town or village and they get involved in some type of confrontation and then they leave town and they've impacted the lives of the townspeople and the villagers. Um, that story has been told very often, time and time again, uh, with uh, Akira Kurosawa films. You know, we saw the Ronin character in those films. Uh, for example, the man with no name in the Sergi Leone films to The Mandalorian and then to Star Wars Visions. So my question to you is, why do you believe this storyline and character is so appealing to filmmakers all over the world? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think it's, uh, you, you know, I, it comes to, it's kind of the Shane story too. 
it, it, it's a story about the one person that makes a difference and chooses to stand up and motivate others so that they can they can not fear but instead face their fears i mean there's nothing that's more star wars than that but there's also just a, what a great human story mm -hmm. i think reason you see that in Star Wars storytelling a good deal is because of the massive influence Kurosawa's work had on, on George uh, and, and Seven Samurai in particular, like even Yojimbo. Um, you know, these films had such an impact. Um, and so it's so woven into like the foundation of Star Wars that have, that it people want to tell that story in new ways and and um and and re-express it so you're right the mandalorian did a seven samurai episode that's wonderful um yojimbo is uh it was totally inspired it turned into the man with no name because sergio leone also saw that great kernel of a story there about it's really about characters becoming their better selves to help others and i think at the end of the day uh, that's what storytelling should inspire in other people. And so it, it, it aligns very, very seamlessly with the type of storytelling we want to do uh, with Star Wars. Yes, Kanako, same question to you. Yeah, so like being like better itself is, is such a challenging, like <laughs> in everyday life, like we are striving to be better, but it's not always easy. So that's why people love that type of story. Like you can portray yourself or you can, uh, you know, see them as a hero and want to be like that. Um, so like the Ronin from the duel and also the F from the Village Bride, they also, uh, you know, it's the selfless and trying to uh, they save the village people. Like, uh, costing their lives so that is something like it's really like a universal story I think and that, that's why it's coming from like Kurosawa it's also this uh like coming from many different stories like from different parts of the world yes 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 it, I I find that it doesn't matter how that story is told it's just so compelling even though you may know how it ends it's just a journey just to see who the wanderer is why they're there what's the confrontation and how are the people in the town impacted? It's just a compelling story. It's wonderful. Right. Yeah, you never get tired of, of, of hearing or seeing that story. You know, the other element of that that I think is really powerful is the fact that the wanderer doesn't have a personal connection with the, the, the village. It's right. not family or he or she was doing it for family, it's doing it because it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what really speaks to this all. Thank you for that. The next question, again, is for both of you. Uh, throughout the episodes, we see characters appear in masks, and then they reveal themselves once there's a critical uh, event takes place in the episode. What is the symbolism behind a character wearing a mask? Hmm. I think for the... Um, for example, the village village bride, the uh, that character uh, Jedi character F is wearing mask because she is uh, she's just like uh, escaping, <laughs> and she's trying to hide her identity. So that's also mm -hmm. another reason why she's wearing mask. Or um, yeah, and for the twins, uh, the most of the dark. Uh, Dark Lord is wearing masks, so I think they just paint, uh, the creators paint homage to the Darth Vader. You're right, there's sort of a dehumanizing quality to it, and like the bad guy 
you know, puts that on. It's very Darth Vader, and it takes Darth Vader removing his mask to kind of embrace his humanity. And there's, there are a lot of those influences and those choices. Yeah, thank you. So, of all the ideas you got for the Star Wars Visions episodes, what made you pick the ones that made it into season one? Yes, and that question you want to direct it to well, both, both of them? Of both of them, okay. Great, great question. Uh, there's a few reasons. The first reason was we wanted to make sure that we had a real variety of storytelling uh, in the anthology, and we wanted to make sure that the stories feel felt different and special in their own way. Um, but we also wanted to showcase what each of these studios do best. And we chose these studios uh, because they do different types of storytelling in anime. Um, and so that was a big part of it. And then it was the stories that felt most authentic to Star Wars that, that uh, were trying to, you know, tell stories that had the themes we were just talking about. And, and um really resonate with like really mythic themes and, and tell great human stories yeah adding to what james said is like all the creators are huge star wars fans so they know the core of the star wars stories and values so um when we received the idea from the studios they are already like shines <laughs> and it's each of them or each of them are different, distinctive, unique, and they have the very uh, essence of Star Wars storytelling. So yeah, it's very wonderful to see that. All right, thank you. We have a guest here, so. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So the next question is, will there be a season two of Star Wars Vision? And if so, will season two be a continuation of the first season, like all the episodes you saw in the first season, or will it be entirely new stories? Good question. Uh, don't have an answer for you right now. What I'll say is that we are continuing stories uh, from uh, season one and other media. There's a, like a there, there's a novel Del Rey's doing right now that's called Ronin, which is an ex basically continues the storytelling of the, the the character we were just talking about from the duel. Um, we're looking for other opportunities like that in manga and, and, and other ways. Will there be a season two? I, I look we love the potential visions we love that we get to unlock these types of stories and see fresh takes on star wars let's let's see how season one does and if people love it as much as we do um maybe the answer will be yes we will see uh, fingers crossed well it seems that star wars has come full circle you know right that, it's going back to its roots absolutely and uh you know it was george lucas who was inspired by kurosawa and now these talented filmmakers are now inspired by george lucas's vision so um we have seen the episodes and we think that these episodes are going to be talked about uh for a long time so we just thank you we're excited that star wars visions is here and uh we just thank you for your time thanks guys Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Thank you. JPI, let's cut.